The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Yasmin Jama, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. Technical issues plagued the first day of virtual learning for Chesterfield County students. As Ian Stewart reports, most of them were fixed by early morning, but some parents still have concerns. Parent Mike Carabinos knows about IT issues. He's been working in the field for over a decade. So when his two children were having trouble signing into Google Classroom, Carabinos knew it must have been a capacity issue. Too many people were trying to log on. But this led him to other questions. Did Chesterfield County invest what it needed to in its IT infrastructure and its IT talent to make sure this works? Throughout the morning, school officials kept parents up to date with emails, texts, and on social media. Later, they released a breakdown of what happened, confirming what Carabino suspected. Officials say even though they tested the system, it just wasn't ready for the more than 60,000 students. School officials say they've doubled the capacity to process login times, and they hope the second day of virtual learning will go a lot smoother. Ian Stewart, VPM News. Tuesday marked the first day of classes for many students throughout the state, including in Richmond, where classes are being taught fully online. To make the adjustment to virtual learning easier, Superintendent Jason Camross said during a live stream yesterday that there will be no tests, no graded assignments, and no tardies for the first week of classes. We know there will be some tech hiccups. We know kids are still getting used to being back in school after six months. And so we want everyone to have grace for each other and for themselves. The Richmond Public Schools District has given out around 2,600 laptops for remote learning. RPS expects another 10,000 computers to arrive later in the month for the rest of its students. A middle school in Hanover County opted to delay opening on Tuesday after three staff members tested positive for COVID-19. School district officials say Liberty Middle School will be closed today, too. This puts on hold in-person classes for the time being. In a press release, officials said there are at least 15 employees who may have been exposed and that others who were inside the building during the past two weeks may be at risk. They're working with the Hanover County Health Department to investigate. The district's officials say they're hopeful that they'll be able to offer remote instruction later this week, possibly on Thursday. Hanover County is one of 10 school districts in Virginia offering a full in-person option for students this fall. Richmond City Council voted unanimously last night to ban people from carrying firearms during events in public areas. This was proposed by Mayor LeVar Stoney last month. In recent months, some demonstrators at Black Lives Matter protests have carried firearms. The mayor says his proposal would ensure the safety of Richmond residents, but some protesters say the ban could make them less safe and it could give police a reason to target them. Gun rights groups also scrutinized the ordinance, calling it an attack on peaceful gun owners. As concerns are mounting over a COVID-19 outbreak at the Richmond City Jail, which Sheriff Antoinette Irving addressed with city leaders last night, Whitney Evans spoke with a woman who's been trying to get answers for her friend who's currently in custody. 
Jessica Moore said her friend, 34-year-old Virgil Tucker, has been incarcerated at the jail since February and recently tested positive for the virus. Moore said this came after he and a few others were asked to clean jail pods or cell blocks where COVID-positive people had been quarantined. Moore said she called the jail to see how the situation was being handled. You know, what is the protocol that you guys have set in place? you know, in order to remedy the spread of COVID in the jail. Super basic questions that anybody would ask. And every time I would ask a question, it's, I don't know, we don't know, you have to call this number. VPM has reached out to the jail to confirm whether incarcerated people are asked to clean pods where COVID-positive people are being held and is awaiting a response. Whitney Evans, VPM News. As of last Wednesday, Sheriff Antoinette Irving said more than 90 people tested positive and are in quarantine. Portsmouth City Manager Lydia Pettis-Patton is stepping down. Her resignation comes amid fallout over the city's response to the vandalism of a Confederate monument in June. Sam Turkin reports. It's still unclear why Lydia Pettis-Patton resigned. She recently put Police Chief Angela Green on paid leave. Green had charged State Senator Luis Lucas and other black community leaders with felonies for allegedly inciting the vandalism of the Confederate monument. Pettis Patton, who's black, disagreed with the charges. The resignation came hours before Portsmouth City Council held a special meeting to discuss personnel matters. The council has a history of making decisions on racial lines. During the meeting, the city's four white council members accepted the resignation. The three black members voted against it. Sam Turkin, VPM News. Virginians leaving the military for civilian work face high unemployment, about 8%. But as Paul Bebo reports, one program is helping vets find careers. Thomas Baskin's job in the Navy was to keep ships from crashing into each other. But he admits he was rattled the first time he had to drive a truck into traffic. We were going around our normal route on the, uh, on the campus, and then they were like, all right, well, instead of turning turning left to go keep going on campus. They was like, you keep going straight out until we get on the road. So now you're like, oh, man, you're, you're taking me out? Baskin survived. He got his commercial driver's license through a program at Tidewater Community College. He was looking for something dependable. And at the time, after losing the, the base job, um, I was kind of unstable. And so then I was like, you know what, I think this would be a good time to go ahead and, and do the CDL program. Baskin landed a job right after graduation. TCC recently received a federal grant to train military veterans and their spouses for trucking careers. The American Trucking Association estimates the United States will need 175,000 more drivers than it has by 2026. Paul Bebo, VPM News. All of the stories you've heard can be found at vpm.org news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.